This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is CBS Sports Radio, and you are locked into the JR Sport Brief Show, coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket, Rocket can. I'm being joined by super producer and host, Dave Shepard, and you, yeah, you, everybody listening all over North America here in this holiday season. So, Just a big shout-out to everybody doing what it do, working, sleeping, shopping, getting that money, leaving from the money. I appreciate you for hanging out here with me tonight, and not just tonight, but every weeknight, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific is when I get started. This is the last show for me for the season. Not for the season, for the year. I'll be back in 2023 after the holidays. And so, yeah, unfortunately, well, if you're a New York Jets fan, the Jets lost tonight 19-3. Zach Wilson was benched again. First, he was benched for, for Mike White, and then Mike White gets hurt, and then Zach Wilson comes back, and now he's benched for a dude. Let's see, his name is Chris Streveler. He's going to be 28 years old. He was uh, a quarterback that, that went right from college into the CFL, the Canadian Football League. And so, yeah, things are on the down and down for Zach Wilson and the New York Jets. The New York Jets, their record falls to 7-8. and eight. They're on a four-game losing streak. This is their eighth straight primetime loss here, losing on Thursday night. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, man, they are on a run right now. The Jags have won four out of their last five games. They spent the entire month of October just losing five consecutive losses. And so, so far, it's been a tale of two seasons for the Jacksonville Jaguars. They improved their record to 7-8, and eight, and they have two games left this season, 
And if they win both of these games, they will go into the playoffs. After beating the Jets tonight, the Jacksonville Jaguars will go to Houston to take on the one-win Texans. And then they take on the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are the team that's in front of them in the AFC South. And the Titans are going to be without Ryan Tannehill, who's probably going to need surgery on his busted-up ankle. And so it'd be a hell of a story to see the Jacksonville Jaguars go back to the playoffs in their first season under Doug Peterson uh, with Trevor Lawrence, who, by the way, was selected number one overall last year ahead of Zach Wilson. That'd be cool to see, man. Jags haven't been to the playoffs since that AFC championship game with Blake Bortles. Yeah, it's been uh, quite some time, and we know their existence starting off in 1995. They had a hot start as a franchise, but they have just been pockmarked with just terrible football. Three wins, four wins, one win, five wins, six wins. It's it's tough being a Jags fan. And so any little bit of success that they can get, uh, kudos to them. We know last year was a complete disaster for the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, with Urban Meyer running the squad. And now you have an adult. You have a grown-up. You have someone who actually has NFL experience and not just as a Super Bowl winning head coach, but also as a quarterback himself in the league. And that's Doug Peterson. After the victory tonight over these hapless New York Jets, or at least the the quarterback stinks, uh, Doug Peterson, he had positive words to say about his team, the franchise and how they're now able to pull things together at the perfect time. It's a mark of a team that's that's beginning to to play good football, meaningful football at the end of the season. And, and you know, we've talked a lot about that, having meaningful games here net, down the stretch. And, and uh, these guys have, you know, they've, they're battling through a lot. Yeah, they are battling through a lot. And Trevor Lawrence is really starting to click. Uh, tonight, okay, no passing touchdowns for Trevor Lawrence. It, it was raining. It was wet. He did, or he was uh, uh, straps, would I say straps sick? What am I saying? Strip sacked early on in the game by Quinnen Williams. I'm over here making up phrases. But besides that, he was able to go out there and, and, and score a rushing touchdown. He had 51 yards rushing on the ground. He threw for 229 yards. And then if you have to think back, he's been on a hot streak, man. 13 touchdowns to one interceptions recently for Trevor Lawrence. He's been hot like fish grease. And he spoke after the game as well as he wore his ugly Christmas sweater. This is what Trevor Lawrence had to say about the team, the victory, and where they're going. It was a great night. The defense, defense freaking stepped up the whole night. Obviously, conditions weren't great, but just find a way to win. This point in the year, where we're at, got a lot of, mo- a lot of momentum, a lot of juice. Uh, guys are fired up. Yeah, and, and we know this, and I'm going to say this. Please, Jacksonville, don't lose to Houston. Don't fall for it. It's like the Houston Texans. They have one victory. But despite having that one victory, if you have to think about what they've been able to do recently, they've been, they've been like scaring the living hell out of some teams. They scared the living hell out of Kansas City. They scared the daylights out of Dallas. Don't get caught up in the trap getting ready to take on the Houston Texans. And then... Come on, Jacksonville, finish it up. Last game of the season against the Tennessee Titans. 
I, I always want to see Derrick Henry abuse people. I want to see Derrick Henry rush for 300 yards. And I hope that it comes in a loss because the Titans are going to be wasting everybody's time in the postseason anyway. Might as well see Jacksonville end with a positive record. How about this? Jacksonville Jaguars finished the season with a record of 9-8. and eight. They win the AFC South. And we have an opportunity to see Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson in the playoffs in their first year together. Sign me up for that. Meanwhile, the New York Jets, they get further and further away from the playoffs. Come on, the New York Jets aren't going to the playoffs this year. It looked like it about a month ago, earlier this month. They're now on a four-game losing streak. Zach Wilson has no confidence. Rob Sala had to bench him for a barely NFL player. And uh, everybody's opining for, for Mike White to... To be healthy, I don't know how you fix fractured ribs. You don't. You have to wait for them to heal. And things just got ugly for Zach Wilson. I mean, he threw an interception at the end of the first half. The game was 13-3 to at this point. The New York Jets couldn't generate an inch of offense. And Zach Wilson, he was getting booed. I want you to listen to this courtesy of the Jets radio network. He's back to throw out of the pocket and he will heave a long one up the right side of the field and it's going to be intercepted and returned out to midfield by Devin Lloyd he'll lateral one back and the Jets will make the tackle and that will end the half and the Jets will start the third quarter with the football but without much momentum as they go to the locker room in front of some unhappy fans down 13 to 3 yeah yeah, un- unhappy fans to say the least. They were standing out there in the rain and the cold, and they were watching crap football. They got all the reasons in the world to boo. Al Michaels heard the boos as well on the Amazon Prime broadcast, and um, how about their boos were in HD? Listen. Well, well, well. Audio will tell you all you need to know. Yeah, the audio says that the, the Jets fans can't stand Zach Wilson. The audio says that, well, you could listen to the, the actual New York Jet players over the past month. It doesn't seem like they like Zach Wilson as well. Coach Robert Sala, he was asked after the game, why did you bench Zach? No, it was we we're trying to change up to get the run game going. Obviously, I know Zach was struggling. Um but he, you know, Strebler came in, he ran a couple of plays, sparked the offense, uh, got the explosive play, and uh, and so it just snowballed in, in a good way for uh, Strev. And um, so we just wanted to give him an op- opportunity to try to finish that drive. Okay, yeah, sure. We all know he's struggling. He knows he's struggling. Everybody witnessing the game knows that he's struggling, coach. Why is he struggling? There's a lot of things. I mean, one, couldn't get the run game going again. Uh, protection wasn't as, as good as we wanted, to, wanted it to be. Um, obviously, there was a couple of misthrows. Uh, it was collective coaching all the way down. Okay. Well, let's hear from Zach Wilson. Uh, he took his medicine. I give him that. He got benched. He stood on the sideline in the rain. I didn't know if a tear fell from his face because it was raining. Couldn't tell. But when it came down to the press conference after the game, he stood there. He looked the reporters in the eye. He wasn't a complete jerk. He answered the questions, and he was asked 
Hey, man, why did you suck? Why weren't you good tonight? Why weren't you greater than what you showed? Didn't have any rhythm out there. You know, just trying to find some confidence out there on the field and just, you know, just find something to get us going, a little spark, and couldn't get anything there, man. And, and you know, I had opportunities, and I got to be able to connect on those. And, you know, uh, we're going to go back and watch it, and, you know, I'm sure coaches will detail it up and stuff for us. Oh, save yourself some time. Don't watch it. It's not going to do anything but make you sick. Zach Wilson knows what he did out there. No need to rewatch it. Garbage. I I told you I think he's going to get another chance. Super producer Shep thinks that it's over. It's Mike White's time. I I saw a comment by uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, obviously now on Amazon, former quarterback for the Jets and a million other teams. He says that Zach Wilson's time in, in New York is over. I'm not... I'm not so sure. I think we can say that. It's easy to say it right now. The team is not a fan. Teammates, not fans. The fans, not fans of Zach Wilson. This man got benched for Chris Strebler, former CFL player. He's been in the league for two years now. Went straight from college to the Canadian Football League. 855-212-4CBS. Gilberto is here from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hola, ¿cómo estás, JR? Bien, ¿y tú? Muy bien, muy bien. Good, good. And uh, before I get into your Jets, uh, I want to thank you for a wonderful year. Listening to you every weekday, talk about sports, about life, about life in sports, about the players, it's, it, it's wonderful. Uh, you get so many insights, and I get to learn a lot especially about to be patient with the developments of teams like you have been for your Jets for a long time. Zach Wilson might not have been the right choice for New York. Maybe it got too big for him. I think yeah, the I'm, kid is good, but maybe that is not the right place for him. There was a concern of that before he was even drafted. How does this, this young man coming out of BYU, come over into the big city, leaving Utah, and now here he is thrown into New York City. Uh, How is he going to bounce back? And the answer might be he he might not bounce back. I I, I do have to give him credit for how he has handled his ass whooping. And when I say his ass whooping, I mean the the benching. Um, The first time how he handled it, uh, you know, yeah, he made a mistake. That was just ridiculous what he said, not taking accountability for how he played. Uh, but then to come on and actually apologize. And then even after this game, I have to applaud him for, for how he responded to the media tonight. But the fact is, nobody cares. Like, you actually have to perform out on the field. There's there's only but so many, yeah, I, I need to do better that anybody's going to tolerate and I think he only has, quote-unquote, one more of those left in him. And the only reason why I think he's not being just dumped for good right now outside of the New York Jets' investment in him is that they're going to have a full offseason to evaluate and see whether or not he's, he's actually going to improve and step up. And, 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 that, and that, that, I think, will be the right move. You already have it. He's gonna, he can be there for three, four more years. Give him one more year, get him like more experience, and have a quarterback battle and let him earn it. 
because being a number two draft pick, he's not entitled to anything. He has to earn it. And now he has to show even – he has to double down on earning everything. He has to be much better than what he's ever been. And I hope for him that, that he performs because he was good at BYU. Hopefully his confidence is back because you guys have a great coach. You have an amazing defense. And the Jets are only going to get better as a team. They just need the leader, the quarterback. And with yeah. that, JR, I wish you the best for next year. i looking forward to listening to you next year. And above all, a lot of health. Well, and I you. thank you again, JR. Thank you, Gilberto. I wish you nothing but the best as well through the holiday season and into the new year. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. No doubt. All, all the best to Gilberto out in Southern California. Chuck is here from Alabama. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, hey, JR. Warmest of holiday greetings to you. Thank you. Hey, man. Uh, just wanted to get your opinion. Uh, uh, what. What do you think about the Gasol brothers getting back in the league? Are you serious right now? Are you is a holiday joke? No, I just, uh, I mean, I in my Mount Rushmore of NBA players, Pooh Gasol is right there on the top. What did you Pooh? What is his name? Who is it? Pooh Gasol. Yeah, and what's his brother's name? Ma- Mark. Mark and Mark and Pooh? Gasol. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pooh and Mark, yeah, yeah. Well, I gotta let you know, Pooh Pooh is on his way into the basketball hall of fame. Exactly, right. Yeah. I but he's I thought he might have another a little more shelf life. Yeah, no. He he's all, well, not not in the United States of America. Pooh Gasol is also gone. He's also on the other side of forty. Well, he's, I don't know, man. I watch a lot of hoops, and yeah. I think. When is the last so? His, when is the last time you saw Pooh Gasol actually <laughs> play uh, basketball? Ah, uh, it's been I a mean, few years, right? Yeah, but he still got it. No, he doesn't. Yeah, sorry, Chuck. I hate to tell you that. There's a reason why Pooh Gasol is going into the Basketball Hall of Fame, and it's because he's done. What about Pau Gasol? Is he going into the Hall of Fame? No, Pooh. Oh, Pooh, got it. Pooh, Pooh, Pooh Gasol. The the Gasol the Gasol brothers, yeah, Pooh Pooh and Mark Gasol, future Hall of Famers. Neither one of these guys would be able to play defense right now if you if you actually needed them to. They weren't good at it necessarily on the perimeter when they were playing, and one of them actually uh, picked up a Defensive Player of the Year award, and uh, they would not last right now in the league on the defensive side. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Let's go from Pooh Gasol. To PJ in Sacramento. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR, it's PJ, the Domino's delivery driver. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good, good. good. Um, I know, um, <clears throat> you know, a big Vikings fan. That's always, every time I call you, I always talk about the Vikings. <laughs> um, I just want to know, what do you think about uh, Justin Jefferson in the conversation for MVP this year? Uh, I don't think it'll happen. I mean, we could we could throw anybody in the conversation in every year, and, and he certainly right. has amazing numbers. What is he up to? Seventeen hundred and seven, yeah, seventeen hundred and well, sixteen hundred and seven touchdowns. He has two more games. 
I think right. if if we're ever going to see a wide receiver walk away with the MVP award, the numbers are going to have to be astronomical on a winning team. And he might be leading the league in receptions and yards and all things considered. Right now, you could say, really, that he's the best wide receiver in the game. Uh, but I don't think right. the numbers are just otherworldly. I'm talking about – so Cooper Cup was the first dude to have 2,000 yards uh, receiving last year. And we know it's because there's a 17-game season. Otherwise, maybe Jerry Rice or Larry Fitzgerald would have had it by now. But or Randy fa- Moss with Tom yeah, Brady that one season. Yeah, yeah with the 50 touchdowns. Sure. <laughs> I think yeah. Justin Jefferson would have to have these same numbers with, like, I don't know, like 15 – receptions and touchdown receptions. I, I don't think Justin is going to get an MVP. We can talk about it, but I, I'd be shocked if it happened. I wouldn't put any money on it. Right, right. Well, thanks, JR, so much, and hey, happy holidays, okay? No doubt about it. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, bye. No doubt. Thank you, PJ, for calling from Sacramento. What are you telling me, uh, Shep? Well, no, so so uh, Cooper, uh, I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Because I know people think Cooper Cup did break the record. Oh, Be- well, all everything, the whole year combined. Last I, I see what you're saying. Okay, got it. Because I know in the regular season, and this is what amazes me, Calvin Johnson with the Lions still has the record. Um, and it was a 16-game schedule. And as great as Cooper Cup season was, and the Triple Crown and all that, Calvin Johnson in a 16-game season still had the better one. Oh, yeah, as in, yeah, in an individual season. Yeah, in the regular yeah. season, correct. But, well, but if we're talking playoffs, the Super Bowl, obviously Cooper Cup, well amassed over 2,000 yards, correct. Well, yeah, you, you start tacking on all of these stupid-ass games that the NFL has added, plus the new postseason rounds. Right. Numbers are going to be obliterated. It's just it's what it is. It's, it's going to continue on. And so if, just, if, if you wanted to look at Justin Jefferson and now, quote-unquote, Crown him as as MVP? No, man. Give me give me personally two thousand yards receiving uh, in a seventeen game regular season. Throw in fifteen touchdowns, and then I think then we could start talking. Well, Jr. Is he is he the greatest third year player you've ever seen at the wide receiver position? I don't know, man. I haven't sat around thinking about who's in their third year at wide receivers. Okay, okay I mean, sorry. Is he the greatest young wide receiver? we've ever seen in the history of sport. Obviously, we're not talking about 2012 no, Calvin Johnson or, I, or 88 would, Jerry Rice. No, I would I would still put Randy Moss out there as the, the, the dude who just kind of burst onto the scene. Wow. Um, especially being able to come out. And, and it, it didn't hurt that he was out there with, with Chris Carter. Right, and I was he about had, to say, yeah. He had Jake Reed. He had Robert Smith. And all he had to do was show up and, and absolutely be the freak that he was. Uh, but I, I think him being just kind of burst out of the gate had one of the best straight out of the gate seasons for a wide receiver that I've seen. I think if he had a little bit more afterwards, uh, maybe not so much attitude. I think uh, Randy would have had a better career than he had, and that's, that's saying a lot because he had an amazing one. Eight five five two one two four cbs That's eight five five two one two. For CBS, speaking of amazing careers and a little bit of flamboyance, we're hearing more from Deion Sanders. He actually sat down with Shannon Sharp and talked about his move to Colorado. Unfortunately, or I guess fortunately, they were able to make light of his his toe amputation or the amputation of his toes. And then Deion continued to explain why he left Jackson State 
for Colorado. I'm going to take more of your calls on the other side. This is your last chance to talk to me before the year is up. We'll hear from Deion Sanders. We'll talk to you. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're always on point, man. Uh, I could be having a rough day after you're on your show and it just brightens the whole day up, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. A lot of talk about Zach Wilson, a lot of talk about Mike White, a lot of talk about the future of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I certainly hope after tonight's victory that they can pick up two more and go to the postseason. And so it's been busy. Unfortunately, Zach has been just smacked with all the booze in the world. And uh, I hope he goes to sleep okay tonight. There's a lot of booze that he had to hear. Uh, Someone who had to hear a lot of booze as well over the past couple of weeks, a, a lot of criticism thrown his way happens to be Deion Sanders, and we know why. It's because he moved on from Jackson State, the HBCU, uh, taking all the money, $6 million per year, to go out to Colorado, conversations about whether or not he lived up to what he said he was going to do, and on and on. Well, he's gone, and we've talked about that a lot. I'm not mad at him for leaving. I'm just very interested to see, you know, quote-unquote, what he has left behind for someone who said that he wanted to change the impact Uh, for HBCUs and the recruits that go to the schools and stay. I think it might be a little bit too much of a a flash in the pan, but we will actually see. I think the impact is going to be proven to be too short. But Deion Sanders is taking the approach of, you know, God told me to leave, so I left. Okay, who am I to argue with God? I think if, if we all said that, then we'd have no excuses in the world now. Deion spoke to Shannon Sharp. Club Shay Shay interview, sat down. They were able to, uh, A, have some fun and also be real. Uh, I guess you really got to be in, in a, a great relationship with someone to talk about their, uh, their amputated toes. If you did not recall, uh, Deion Sanders almost lost his whole foot last year after a, a surgery. He almost lost his whole leg last year after trying to correct the surgery. He had a damaged nerve in his foot. He had dead toes. They needed to be amputated. Damn it. Uh, Dion almost lost his life. And he is in such great shape and standing with Shannon Sharp that they were able to actually joke about this. Take a listen. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What, about the, uh, what about that third toe? Did you think about it like, you know, y'all going and straighten it out while you're there? No, it's just like that. They I know, they but don't saying, don't you, did you want to straighten out? He chilling, though. He leaning over. You know he what? He mad because really, the home is gone. I mean, you probably weigh like a, a size 11, but you really ate with that. If, you, that, if, that, if that toe was straight, <laughs> that's a, half, a size and a half at least two with that toe straight. <laughs> no, not really. No, honestly, I'm a 12 on this side, and I'm 11 on this side. So no more sandals for you, no flip-flops for you, huh? Oh, my bad time, you know what I'm tired. You know what, maybe they do a special put flip-flop. A and put, face, it in... put a straight face, <laughs> Put a straight face, though. How you doing? <laughs> he ain't no good. He ain't no good. You, who, who come to visit a man that, that just, <laughs> just go at my toes? 
Because I because you know why? Because you already know if the shoe was on the other foot. Why you have to say the shoe? Oh my bad, my bad. Okay, so there you go. They're, they're talking about his remaining uh, three toes that he has on his, uh, I believe it's his left foot. They did get serious a little bit uh, when it was time to talk about why he left and the response to it. This is what Deion Sanders had to tell Shannon Sharp about why he chose Colorado. That's a tribute to Rick George, our AD. He's an unbelievable human being, a God-fearing man, a man that understands people and a man that does not see color. Mm-hmm. He sees the need and the desire and the want. Okay. And he tries to bring connectivity to the want and need with that person and tries to bring them together. Um, he is the reason I'm here. Right. Because I met with others. Right. Several others. Okay. But he was the difference, man. Mm-hmm. He was the difference. And you gotta understand, this is unlikely for me. Right. Florida. Right. <laughs> that live in Texas. Yes. So, you know, all this, come on. You've been in the South your whole life. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, I never played in snow. Right. 14 years. Right. Never. Never played in snow. Wow. I remember it was so cold one time in Green Bay. I said, I go out when it's time to kick off. I'm not going out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so doing this, is, right. I was checking the weather every day. Right. I said, Rick, man, look pretty cold out of me. <laughs> He'll send me a beautiful picture of a day like this. Right. He said, no, it's about 62. He wanted to make change. He, he said that they deserve a winner, and I, I feel like you're a winner. Yes. Um, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make sure this university wins before I leave here. Okay. Well, I mean, they can't be any worse than they have been, and so I, I, I will certainly look forward to uh, Deion Sanders turning that program around. Good for him. I mean, shoot, I'm never going to look at anybody and uh, complain about you know, making a choice that makes them happy. So good for him. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's get a, a question in before we hit the break here. Uh, we got Mason Caller from Jacksonville. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, man, how's it going? So uh, initially, I thought it was really, really cool to just hear you uh, wanting the Jacks to win out. You know, we rarely ever get much attention from the national media. You know, this city is so deserving of winning football. So I got two things. Um, first, Coach Doug Peterson. Not that not that he would win it, but for the Coach of the Year candidate, especially with, you know, Trevor Lawrence and his development, showing how it really just shows how bad of a coach Urban Meyer was, I suppose. And then also with Trevor Lawrence. Should he get any sort of MVP consideration, just considering the no. two and six start? How no. just how he played lately? No, not that he would win it by any means. Just no. any huge, huge comeback. No, the Cowboys, the Ravens, no. the Raiders. Mason, are you, how many times did I say no? Come on, hey, the development from last year, Mason. Man, I, th- no, there's no, there's no denying that. The answer to that is yes. The development from last year, but MVP, the answer is no. I think not if he, he was not nothing, he would win it, but just some sort of consideration. No, no, there's that's called most improved. If you want to give him that, then you can, you know, make him some, uh, you know, macaroni on some construction paper. But uh, consideration for MVP, the answer is no. 
The MVP is typically given to someone who is on the most winningest team in the league who has contributed the most or has some astronomical numbers. For this season, there's really only two guys. That belongs to Hertz and then also Patrick Mahomes if he's not running around, throwing around uh, too many INTs. And so uh, the answer there is, is no for Trevor Lawrence. And when it comes to Peterson, yeah, he's going to get consideration for Coach of the Year. Uh, let's see how it ends between them and the Detroit Lions. I still believe Mr. Dan Campbell is going to walk away with that award. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to take more of your calls before I roll out for the year 2022. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I love your show. Love listening to you uh, on a regular basis. Thanks for taking my call, man. I, I really like your show, dog. It's, it's, it's a great show that we listen to up here whenever uh, we get the chance. Man, let me say, I love your show, man. I live in Brookhaven, Georgia, right? And I'm a truck driver. You make my night every night that you're on the air. I want to say that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Man, this is the last break for me for 2022. I'm going to take a break and come back in 2023. Before I do anything, I got to say thank you to everybody tuned in and locked in. You can always keep up with me at JR Sport Brief. How active I am, I don't know. But if you hit me up, there's a good chance I might see it unless you're crazy. And we got a lot of callers here as well. And I always say, you know, try to be respectful of the other callers. I want to get as many people on. And I always uh, get someone who doesn't give a damn about the other caller. So let's try. Let's try to get on as many people as possible who will try their best to actually just make their point without a gigantic preamble. I'm sure many of these callers will fail as they listen to the sound of my voice right now. Let's start off by going to Steve from Annapolis. You're on CBS Sports Radio, Steve, quickly. Hey, hey, JR, how are you doing? Great. Uh, um. So, no, I wanted to talk about, you know, we were talking about Zach Wilson before, and I think, you know, a lot of people, you know, forget sometimes in the NFL that we're now, like, at an age with, with quarterbacks where they literally just get drafted and they get thrown in, and they are expected to, you know, you, they give them, like, a couple years, and then it's like, <clears throat> you're out of there. And I think we just forget that some of, the, some of the greatest quarterbacks had to sit and develop and actually, you know, learn behind, even if it wasn't a great player, just somebody that had experience and you know, they, they were a lot more successful. And I think that's why we have so many draft busts that quarterback in the NFL these days. Yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily, you know, throw that at Zach Wilson. Do I think the New York Jets, and thank you, Steve, do I think the Jets could have done a better job in surrounding him with some vets right out of the gate or maybe not just handing him over the job, even though it seems that he's always injured to start a season? I think the answer is yes there. But at the same time, when you look at some of the most successful teams in the league, Guys have either sat for a year, which is understandable, but I think more often than not, you give the guy the keys and you see what he can do, especially as the NFL has opened things up so much more to their offense and as they've catered more to each individual quarterback's skill set. 
And so when you have someone like Lamar Jackson who gets the ball at the end of the year and then his next year wins an MVP, when you have a similar situation of a Patrick Mahomes, he sits down, comes out of the gate his first full season and throws 50 touchdowns, you know, it sets an expectation that, you know what? You don't have to just sit down forever to have success. Um, Every scenario is, is not made equal. Uh, But Zach Wilson, he certainly, quote-unquote, needs some seasoning right now. And that's why he's getting benched all the damn time. 855-212-4CBS. Felix is here from Alabama. Hey, Felix, you're live. Hey, Jerry, I'm sorry about that. Hey, uh, got got a question. Why in the NFL has there never been a wide receiver uh, MVP? You know, out of all the years and all the wide receivers that we have had, there's never been one. And I'm sorry about the background here. But uh, even in college football, we got wide receivers winning the Heisman, which to me, you know, is the same kind of thing, MVP. Uh, is, is there a little bias in there? I mean, for so long, there's never been a well, wide receiver to win I, MVP. It's crazy to me. Yeah, and I don't, I'm not sure it's going to happen unless we, and thank you, Felix, unless we get someone who is absolutely losing their mind, as I told you. I, I think it's 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 a matter of status quo. I'm not going to call it bias, but it exists. Quarterback bias is real because we know the quarterback is the most important guy on the team. And unless we have a running back having an absolutely tremendous year, it's going to go to the QB. And I'm sure if we did have a wide receiver who had a ridiculous year, uh, the, the guy throwing him the ball would probably get that MVP because his numbers would be astronomical as well. Um, I think that's why you lean towards the, the quarterback. He's, he's making the decisions out there. Uh, this, this might be an example on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, but when you look at someone like Zach Wilson or look at the New York Jets, if the New York Jets had a veteran quarterback or someone who was decent, The New York Jets wouldn't be on a four-game losing streak. Uh, The New York Jets quarterback wouldn't be uh, booed out of the building. He wouldn't be benched. The New York Jets would be in the playoffs, and dare I say, the New York Jets might actually be in in legitimate playoff or or Super Bowl contention. Yeah, they've been bit by injuries at the running back position, but they're not not completely trash. And put put a quarterback in there and tell me how this would change. New York Jets, man, they'd be, they be good. The quarterback is the most important position. Unfortunately for the Jets, that's what's holding them back. Bob is calling for Michigan. Go ahead, Bob. Uh, my compliments. Um, I just want to mention Philadelphia's going with Gardner Minshew and his first game in the NFL, Nick Foles on his second pass, hit a 35-yard touchdown and broke his collarbone. Minshew come in, hit his first 14 passes, and played a very close game with Kansas City. And just treat yourself to watching this guy. He he was on one of your uh, top pick list, top six pick last year. But uh, Merry Christmas. Well, thank you so much, Bob. Appreciate. I wish I knew exactly what list that was. I know we haven't seen him go out there and play a complete game since last year. Uh, you know, Gardner Minshew isn't necessarily getting a whole hell of a lot of a of attention and. I mean, why would he? He's been on the bench. He's behind Jalen Hurts, who's been playing like an MVP. I don't know. I'm I'm actually uh, going through notes here. I don't see Gardner Minshew on a on a top six list. I don't know about that. Maybe he's remembering something different. Rob is calling from Charlotte. You're on CBS Sports Radio. 
Hey, JR, man. Happy holidays. To you um, as well. I, um, I like to say uh, I think um, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be in the Super Bowl unless, unless Mr. Joe Burrow, you know how it goes with him. And, um, well, well, well how, how does it go with him? What, is he going to blow out an ACL or what? <laughs> or is he going to get sacked to death? Like, which one is it? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. You don't know. You don't know. It's like you it's like the Forrest Gump. Uh you, you get a box of chocolate, you never you never know what you're gonna get with nah, Joe. Nah, I'm not I'm not concerned. Uh, Joe Burrow is one of the best quarterbacks in the game. I just think unfortunately he still uh gets decimated behind yeah. that offensive line. And so from the yeah. AFC, it, it's it's likely gonna be either the Bills, the Chiefs, or the Bengals who are hot. Yeah. That's what I think. Hey, I think I think Dion was the best thing that, that ever happened to Jackson State, man. Yeah, he 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 might have been, but whether or not it's it, it has uh whether or not the legacy is is enough to last post him is something that we're gonna have to see. Yeah, I just have one more thing to say, man. I think I think Deion Sanders needs a chance to go in the NFL and be a coach, man. I think he needs well, a shot. Well, I think that's that's certainly what he's hoping for. I think the trajectory that he's on, if he's able to have success at at Colorado State, I think the next couple of calls he gets in return. Uh, might be for some bigger programs, potentially in the SEC. Uh, who knows? Maybe he wants to go even outside of that and head out and, and, and coach the Seminoles. I have I have no idea. Maybe Deion Sanders gets that call to go right into the league, but he's certainly on the trajectory for it. Get him on your show next year for next year, JR. Uh, Deion? No, that's that's not out of the realm. Let's see what happens. I'll, I'll certainly look into it. All right, man. You have a good one, man. I'd appreciate it. Thank you, Rob, for calling from Charlotte. Yeah, get Dion on the show for next year. Oh, he talks so much. Like, I don't I, – there's to, to be honest, there's there's nothing that I want to ask the man. I know that sounds crazy. Hey, Rob. <laughs> no, nah, uh, Shep, I'm being for real. Like, there's so many people. There's a reason why I don't just stack the show full of interviews so so many times. Right. Because you have people who talk and say absolutely nothing. And then you have people who talk and add perspective. And Dion does so much talking. I could speak to him. What is he going to say different that we haven't heard a million times already? And so and not so much interest, but just just for uh, what was his name? Shep, I'm sorry. Oh, Rob. Rob in North Carolina. Yeah, just for Rob. I, you know, I, I'll look into it, Rob. We'll see. I'll try. Hey, Shep, thank you for an amazing night, an amazing month, an amazing year, man. JR, I, I can't thank you enough, man. You make this fun each and every day, not just for myself, but everyone who listens, everyone who interacts on social media. You are blessed. We are blessed to be able to have you host the nighttime show on CBS Sports Radio the last three years. Cannot wait for year number four, my friend. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Is it? Is it, No, I'm moving into year number three. No, right. no, 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 year four. Because because you Am started I? late February, I want to say, 20. in 2020. 2020. So really, 20. we're going into year four for you. It's 2020, 2021, 2022. Oh, how about this? It's like college graduation year, huh? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Year number four. Hmm. I'm going to miss you this next week, man. I'll miss you too, Shep. You're going to be around here, huh? I will be, sir. Yes. Listen, you do whatever the hell you want to do while I'm gone, all right? Appreciate you, boss. Tell it. Play this back for anybody who needs (laughs) to hear it. Shep is in charge. He does what he wants. It's his show now. The Jarrah Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's a wrap. Uh, Don't move. We got more amazing stuff coming up next. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 